0: Everyone. Good evening. On this Monday, February 6th, I'm going to be bringing my, co- the, my co-host, my co the hostess with the mostest, or the host with the mostest, <laughs> Marty Grisherman, in a moment. Hello to everyone joining us and to our moderators in our Ark of Grace team and to Marty's lovely wife, Jenny, who always checks our sound and makes sure we sound okay as we begin. Thank you for helping us do everything we do. Okay, let's bring Marty in. Get this going tonight. Hello.
1: Hello, Amanda. Good to see you tonight.
0: Good to see you. Grace is out. She's there.
1: Gumbo is out.
0: She's right there. (laughs) Gumbo is out.
1: Gumbo is out.
0: Uh-huh. Is Princess Andouille out?
1: Princess Andouille is out. She's probably powdering her beak.
0: Okay. She's powdering her beak. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. All right. So I guess, Marty, I'm going to have you. Open up in prayer.
1: Yes, let's start with prayer.
0: We have to start with prayer tonight. Start with prayer tonight.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I called Amanda a few hours ago, and yeah, we need to start with prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Father God, Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you for your presence. Father, we thank you. You're always so good to us. You always uh, just, you know, you know everything we need. You know when we just need a touch by your Spirit. You know when we just need a touch of your love or even your joy. So, Father, I'm asking tonight, Amanda and I, Jenny and Chris, in agreement, Lord, we're asking in the precious name of Jesus that you just touch those with love and joy and peace, those, Lord, every day your people are, there's challenges coming their way. So, Father, I'm asking that just through this show, this broadcast tonight, your very presence will tangibly just sit upon them. And Lord, just I'm asking you to hug them. I'm asking you to just show who you are. You are Abba, Father. You are a love, Father. Father, I'm asking you, by your Spirit, to show and express your love to every listener tonight. And Lord, there are some that have had a hard heart, a hardened heart, and have had a hurting heart. And Lord, I'm asking you, the one that made the heart, the one that breathes and creates hearts, I'm asking you to touch and heal and minister and soften and let the healing balm of your presence and your fire and your anointing set upon the listeners tonight. Oh, Father, you're so good. We magnify you. We glorify you, you're so wonderful. And tonight you'll do what you do best, you heal hearts. You heal hearts, not just the beating heart, but the very center of who we all are, where our spirit and our soul come together as one. Father, I thank you tonight, I thank you. Your presence is so good, your presence is so sweet. Even now, you're pouring out to the listeners. Even now, you're touching them. Even now. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Glory. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you, the presence of God is so strong on me. Praise the Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. I can feel the presence of the Lord glory it's it, there it's like yep it's descended yeah. like a cloud yeah mm-hmm. praise the lord praise God. Mm-hmm.
1: okay my okay. mic my mic lady came in and turned me to turn down a little bit so there we go so. <laughs> thank
0: you jenny <laughs>
1: <laughs> well okay how's your day been
0: oh my goodness it's been busy <laughs>
1: You've been taking strange pictures of your animals?
0: Yes, busy taking, yes, we're we're going to show strange (laughs) pictures of my animals. Um, And uh, yes, it's been a very busy day today. Today has been nonstop. And uh, Chris and Gus are downstairs watching. Oh, I (laughs) love Gus. In the kitchen, yep. Gus is here visiting with us, so he's in the kitchen. Okay, so we're going to start, as always, with caption this. Okay. I've not
1: looked or seen. I'm not prepared at all. And I'm probably going to get you to help me because you literally destroy me every time you do such good. So show me what you got.
0: Show me what you got. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Caption this, Marty.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Um,
0: That's Toby.
1: I'm assuming that's a dog (laughs) or a beautiful pigling. Um. I'm. I'm. I don't have it. You have it,
0: Little Toby Riding Hood.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's really good. Because actually, that's probably the same color that the Little Red Riding. Because yeah. the red, yeah. So, yep, little yeah. Little Toby okay.
0: Riding Hood. Good uh-huh. job. Very okay. Nice. And now we're gonna put up Marty's <clears throat> that he gave, and here it is.
1: <laughs> oh my word.
0: This this is gumbo in shock that they're kneeling at the Pledge of Allegiance. (laughs) (laughs) This this is a shock.
1: I think this isn't just like, this is like a whole, like, I call this, ask not what your country can do for you, but what your country can do for your chicken. (laughs) That's what I think this is.
0: Yep, we should call this, you can't handle the truth.
1: Well, with our current imma- with our current <laughs> administration, I call this upgrade.
0: There we go. Upgrade. That's a good It's This called upgrade. That's what we'll end on. Oh, these yeah. people love to caption this. <clears throat> they start writing it in the chat.
1: Oh, I bet. I don't but have they, chats pulled up.
0: Where, yeah, pull your chats oh, up. There they are. three screens. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord.
1: Okay, so, Marty praise God. Isn't God wonderful? Isn't God good? You know, we have been having fun. Uh, we've had a wonderful loud mouth prayer family growing steadily growing and just, and just really, it's been so beautiful because there's so many people who have come from different denominations in life. Some that are new to Jesus, some that have known Jesus for 20, 30, 40 years. Oh, Oh, what you got?
0: I'm sorry. I had to put this up. How did you get that portrait of our president in front of the flag?
1: <laughs> Photoshop, Lori. Photoshop.
0: Go on. I'm sorry. I saw that. I had to put it up. Okay. It's okay. I'll take it's it good down now. Thank you, Lori. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, we've we've had a great. We've had a really good time of uh, just seeing people who didn't know some of the things of God, the depths of the things of God. To just simple teaching, teaching the word of God, a lot of wonderful people just getting on fire for the things of God, getting excited. Are you drinking the? Are you drinking the Sherwood Shake?
0: No, no. This is in the Sherwood glass.
1: Yeah, I have one of those. I play
0: Vanna White for a minute. This yeah. is the Sherwood glass.
1: Yeah,
0: and it could be yours. Yes, <laughs> for only nineteen <laughs> ninety five. No, but no. This is my low sugar iced tea that i make
1: oh nice that's
0: very low sugar that i make it in their shake cup so that's what this is everyone just so you know okay
1: well yeah because i was i have that same cup but i was drinking the sherwood shake this morning so
0: i yeah. have them too i do drink <clears throat> shakes out of them also i just happened to throw some iced tea in here yeah mm-hmm.
1: so we i was just going to say so we've been having a great time with loudmouth prayer teaching we're five or six days a week we're having life we're just teaching the word of god and it's been very prophetic i love i love teaching because my whole i mean for 20 years when i teach the prophetic steps in and i just say things i've never even heard it's Mm -hmm. just so beautiful so i just really treasure and i've really treasure that god lets me operate in that gift it's i love to teach that way but in that right now we've moved over and we're beginning to talk about the works of Jesus. The miracles of Jesus there's set 37. Most people say there's 37. I found where there's some people that say there's like 41, 42. But you know, there's like 37 to 40 of the miracles and signs and wonders of Jesus. And so I just have been stirred up lately from the Lord, I believe, to just begin to teach on those and talk about those. And so It leads me to a scripture I wanted to share tonight, and then you and I just kind of talk about, because you've walked in the supernatural versus the natural, you've walked in the miraculous, and so I just wanted to share um, Acts 10.38, and then we just spend some time talking about doing the works of God, so Acts 10.38. Actually, do you have it pulled up? Do you want to read it?
0: I will pull it up. Hold on. Cool. Good. Okay, and uh, we'll pull it up from the the New King James. version. Okay. I'm actually getting an interlinear Bible, so we'll be able to read the direct. It'll be very interesting. Okay. Okay, Acts 10 38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him.
1: Yeah. And what I found is I'm spending time following some things about Jesus and studying things that Mm -hmm. Jesus is saying, we find that Jesus was doing what he was doing out of a spirit of holiness. Mm -hmm. And because he was with the father over and over, it just kept making these references of him being with the father. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I love about this verse. You read through all of that, but at the very end for God was with him. He walked with the father. So he did the works of the father.
0: Yes. They walked in unity. Yeah. They were one with each other. And so therefore he was a reflection of who the father was on this earth. The word became flesh. Yeah. He dwelt among us. Uh, And so it is, it is spoken of in scripture that Mm. he did so many miracles. There wouldn't be enough paper to write them all down on. So we get it. We get a nice cross section through through the Gospels uh, of what Jesus did. We get a nice cross-section of that Yeah, as well as Acts, but more the Gospels. But we get a nice cross-section of of things that he did over and over and over again.
1: You know, there's some people I've heard and I've heard discussions sometimes Mm -hmm. about the harmony of the Gospels. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, so we mm -hmm. can share this real quickly because I know our mouth family, what we're doing Getting in the miracles of Jesus, uh, the, some of the miracles will be in more than one of the books, and so someone says that's how the Bible's so messed up because you'll read it in the and the story in the in John is completely different, got different stuff than the story of where that miracle is being talked about in in Luke, but you have to take the two and put them together, and every single time when you take the two, you'll see the harmony. You'll see when you take each account or sometimes even three accounts and you bring them together, it gives you the full, the full picture. It's like putting pieces of a puzzle together. You don't see it until you bring it all together. So that's one of the things we'll do is we'll bring all those, the harmony. That's why it said harmony, because it's all the different pieces of uh, one of the miracles. You bring them together and it shows you the full picture and you get more light in what Jesus did, um, how the people received Did they receive by faith? Did they receive because of a a gift of the spirit operating? Um, It just shows more light on how Jesus did the things he did. Because at the end of the day, Amanda, Mm -hmm. he looked at Philip in John 14 and said, Philip, the works I'm doing, you're going to do and greater works than these. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now, most churches don't ever even read that scripture because if they do, it's going to cause the people to ask the pastor, how come we're not doing this?
0: Well, that is true. It opens up a can of worms in a way yeah. it opens up uh, the door to all of those questions. Well, why isn't this going on here? Why aren't we doing these? It is stated we were supposed to be doing these. And yes, then then all of a sudden the pastor has a mutiny on his hands. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now, it's so easy the same way you can grab tongues and say, well, now, Amanda, tongues is not for today. It went away with the apostles and the prophets. And by the way, the apostles and the prophets went away. But because it's in the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians has gone away. And because the book of Ephesians has gone away, Paul that wrote it, Paul went away. And because Paul was saved upon Jesus and knocked off a horse on the road to Damascus, we'll just throw Jesus away. And you just keep throwing everything away, and suddenly you don't have any Bible left. Why don't you just take the Bible for what it says? If it says that all five ministry gifts still are alive today, which it says that in Ephesians 4, because it says these five are going to train up the body to do the work of the ministry until there's unity and they're working together and we finish this job. Well, there's not been unity and the job is not finished. So all five ministry gifts are still working. Tongues are still for today. And Ooh. the works of Jesus that you and I are called to do they didn't pass away with the 12 disciples or the apostles of the lamb. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and this is where it becomes very problematic when you get into the writings of Paul because he set all of these things up for the continuance of the church. So when he yeah. set up about, you know, the ministry gifts and 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 different and different rules and different things of that nature, it wasn't so it could cease it was so it could continue and the church yeah. could continue to be built up from there paul is yeah. very problematic for people that want to say all that went away
1: <laughs> i know of
0: his writings
1: yeah i mean paul was almost at the level of an axe murderer
0: <laughs> i mean he was I mean, he was pretty darn close to 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 the uh the villain in a horror movie yeah he's like christian was
1: public enemy number 1
0: he was i mean yeah he was nobody wanted to go near him um ananias the lord had to convince him ananias that to to go <laughs> and and to lay hands on paul to receive his sight because of everything he had heard uh and so but you know what i thought how brilliant of god to yeah. exact such a judgment on the kingdom of darkness by taking one of the the main tools the enemy was using to persecute believers and and converting him and raising him up to be used for the glory of God. If that's not gonna make Satan wanna rip his locks out, I don't know what is. I know.
1: Rahab, right? Uh-huh. Moses. Yep. I mean Moses is a murderer. <laughs> Moses is the son of the of the family. Yep that murdered and ran away from home. He's kind of like the prodigal that didn't want to come back and was never coming back. Mm -hmm. And God made him go back, but for a different reason than the other prodigal we know about in Luke. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's so funny how the enemy goes to people, Amanda, and he beats them up for things they've done in their life. When the whole time God is thinking, the more you've done crazy, the more I want to use you because it absolutely gives the devil a black eye. The Bible is filled full of misfits. The Bible is filled full of failures. But when God's hand comes up on them, it turns everything around.
0: It does, and and it is it is the the picture of of God's redemption, yeah, and His mercy, also in that. You know, Paul Paul calls himself the chief sinner. He was the chief sinner. That's the title he gave himself. Chief sinner. Mm -hmm.
1: I love it where he said in Romans, he said, the thing I want to do, I never do. The thing I never want to do, I just keep on doing. And this was the guy who's, he's like Paul the apostle, the prophet. He's, He's not saying this is who I used to be when I was a sinner, even now. And so that's what's so beautiful about the revelation of righteousness that he brought to the Gentiles. It's this whole thing is never, ever, ever, ever going to be based. Listen to me, listener. Listen to me You watching the show. I'm talking to you. This whole thing is never based off of anything you've ever done. It's totally based only off of what Jesus did. You step into relationship with God based upon what Jesus did, who he was and who he is has nothing to do with you. Now, sure, you do receive Jesus. You have things to do, but it's not based off of the life you lived. It's based off of the life you receive. Amen. Yeah.
0: And that's grace. Yeah. that's Actually, right
1: now, I think Amanda has a song about grace. She wants to sing. Go ahead, Amanda.
0: Oh, let me get my banjo so everybody can sing along.
1: (laughs) We're going to keep working on church. I believe she can let out some good Italian Christian love songs or something. Something.
0: Good. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think Dominic the donkey qualifies uh, <laughs> <laughs> as a church song. But um, well, you never know. One day I might just break out and have Chris come up here with his guitar and just break out
1: that would into a hymn. Mm-hmm. My wife, 30 years ago, could just tear up a clarinet. I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of stories out through the, out the whole state of Arkansas. Should
0: about- I call her Jenny G?
1: <laughs> oh, I think that would be excellent. She's not here with me, but she's somewhere in the house well, roaming really around <laughs> looking for her clarinet right now. So.
0: Oh, Jenny she comes G. up with her clarinet, oh my goodness.
1: Mm, hallelujah.
0: This show's going to take a whole turn.
1: Oh, the anointing's going to fall
0: Uh uh-huh that's right
1: (laughs) (laughs) well praise god so (laughs) i am a little exaggerating i haven't seen i think i might have seen her clarinate one time so she's not playing it but she used to yeah yeah so well what else is going on (laughs)
0: Please. So we're on the miracles of Jesus and the then we go, Miracles of oh, Jesus. And we took a right turn at the clarinet.
1: Yeah, yeah, that maybe the wrong turn at the clarinet. So.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay, so let me see here. Um I have a scripture here that's just a really good one. <clears throat> okay. Let me try to find it. <laughs> okay, so Now 2 Corinthians 5:17. Nice and simple. This is just a basic. I mean, 2 Corinthians 5.17, you almost want to take it and just plug it right on the back of Romans 10, 9, and 10. Romans 10, 9, 10, if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth upon Jesus, you're saved. And then 2 Corinthians 5.17 just comes right in there because it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. And another translation says, a new creature. Creation, creature, creation. Might be accretion.
0: Uh huh. There we go. There's a new word.
1: The the old things passed away, and then it says, "Behold!" In other words, come on, wake up. Behold, all things are become new. We should just—I mean—the body of Christ just needs to take Second Corinthians five seventeen and just spend about a month there at what really took place. The old identity of the sinful nature of man went away. The moment you receive Christ, the moment you receive Christ, it all turns. I had a beautiful experience today. She's probably watching right now. Uh, I believe her name is Donna. Uh, I called her today and she's like, Marty, I've been loving the Lord, but I don't think I've ever been saved. I'm like, are you serious? She's like, yeah, I pray all the time, but I don't know if I've ever done the salvation message or the the salvation prayer. I'm seeing a bird back there.
0: Oh yeah, Grace is on the move. Public service announcement, just so everyone knows.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> and so I just had the honor of leading her to the Lord today.
0: Oh, and then
1: we're gonna start working on her getting her praying in tongues because that's then then that's that next step. But when you when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, some people are like, "Wow, I'm so glad I prayed." But let me tell you something, more takes place inside supernaturally, spiritually than what most people ever, ever understand. All of the old, all of the sinful nature, all spiritual death and separation from God was completely wiped away by the blood of Jesus. Just like the blood just came like a roaring river and just washed it all away and you're sitting there brand new identity in christ now where you don't just talk to the father but you hear the father and you can move on to walk with him and do the works of jesus you remember when adam named all the animals Mm -hmm. he did that because he was walking in the cool of the day with god and when you go walk and spend time with god these adventures, these these creative miracles, healings, these inventive ideas, all that he has in him, he just starts rubbing off on you.
0: It, it is true. The more you, <clears throat> you walk with the Lord and you talk with the Lord, and yes, you see these things happen. Um, yeah. I have seen them. Marty has seen them. I've seen them, at, at, and they happen many times too when you're at a point where you need it. Yeah. where so, where you need to be equipped with something creatively. Yeah. In that moment and the Lord releases it and you see it happen.
1: You know, years ago <clears throat> there was a time where the Lord said I want you to get up and pray extra in the morning. And I was getting up for 3 hours in the morning. And I'm gonna tell you that was hard. Yeah. I was getting up from 3 to 6. And I like sleep a lot. But it was only about a week, week and a half in that the Holy spirit just showed up there in the living room. And I just wrote down pages of my future that I'm living right now. And I share that, that there was this sacrifice. I had to kill my flesh. I had to let my spirituality rise above the carnality that so hates the things of God the carnal man, it's enmity against God. He doesn't want a fellowship with God. You have to push through your flesh. Some people are like, pray for me, Marty, that I fall in love with the word. I'm like, I don't know if there's a prayer for that. Pray for me, Marty, that I'll spend more time on the word. No, you have to put your flesh down. I don't have a flesh killing prayer for you. Okay. You have to be hungry to be fed. You have to be thirsty to to drink you have to knock loud for him to open the door and you enter so that's just that spiritual initiative that you want to run after God that's be right. hungry for him and that will push you to a place of where you push beyond the veil of your flesh and you can begin to have this fellowship with him let me tell you something God is so close to us let's move over to prayer real quickly concerning prayer Amanda you know Amanda right now, Compare now to fifteen years ago or ten years ago, yes. how now when you pray, it just seem you enter seems you enter the holy the holy so much quicker.
0: You do. Honestly. Like I I'll give an I'll give an example that happened to me, I don't know, a week and a half ago or so. And this happened when my flesh was knocked down. So I always tell people, if I'm sick or I sometimes am very tired and my flesh is you know what I mean? Yeah. Knocked yeah. down. Not that that, you know. <laughs> Uh, all of our flesh, you know what I mean? It, it's, if it's fallen, but you know, when it's knocked down even more, uh, it, things tend to happen. And so basically I'm in the kitchen, I'm in the kitchen in the morning and the Lord starts talking to me right then and there. And I start pulling out my phone and typing. And now Chris starts talking to me while the Lord is talking to me. And I had to say to Chris, I'll be right back. I got to go up into the office <clears throat> and I had to leave and go up into the office and finish with the Lord. But right there, so quick, boom. It was actually the word the word I delivered on the 27th oh, wow. of January. I was actually sick. I wasn't well. My flesh was, was a little beat up. And boom, it hit so fast in the kitchen. And then Chris starts talking to me about something. And now I've got God and Chris talking to me at the same time. And I said to Chris, I'll be right back. I've got to go up into the office.
1: Yeah, I, the Lord is so, he's so funny about when he'll fall on you. Um, Just the other day, I'm just, the kids were in the in the living room and the Lord just moved on me and I'm just kind of freeze and I'm, my face does this. And whenever Jenny sees that, Jenny's like, Shh, quiet everybody. She gets her phone and turns on the recorder. And I'm like, I was just getting something, you know, I mean, it's so, because one time I'm driving down the road and it was pouring down rain. The boys are in the back seat talking. Jenny's talking. Maybe the radio's going, and the holy, <laughs> the Holy Spirit falls on me, and I begin to prophesy. I'm prophesying, driving in this really hard rain. You mm-hmm. can even see, and we're trying to fumble and get a phone because I'm speaking some things about the future. God is real funny about you know. It's not just always the most opportune time that's the best. No,
0: it's not. He's just
1: like random. He's like, hey, let's have a little fun with our kids today. Prophesy, prophesy, you know, so
0: <laughs> that is, that's what he does. Or, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're not feeling the best yeah. and he wants to, he wants to talk and he wants to tell you something that you have to write down.
1: I see a question here. Um, yes. from Tracy Singleton, Okay, do you uh, on Facebook or what should you do? When you know God spoke a word to you and you stand in faith and keep praying on it, but you don't know when or how it's going to come to pass. So you ask God for direction and confirmation, but get nothing.
0: That's a loaded question.
1: It's a good question because there's, it's always perspective of what side of the mountain are you looking from? Mm -hmm. You know, You, someone looks at the mountain from one side and they see a steep cliff and someone looks at the mountain from the other side and they see a winding road that's going up and it's not that steep. It's just always perspective. My perspective on Tracy Singleton's question is, if God spoke to you something, he spoke it to you for you to claim it and to take it by faith as you're saying you've done. When you take it by faith, Everything about it, you consider done the way this question is being asked. It's being asked as though she's acknowledging that it's not done, but faith stays in the zone of Thanksgiving. And I'm not, and I'm not, and I know exactly. I mean, I've dealt with this. I deal with this every single day. I'm not in any way trying to say anything wrong, but she asked the question. Mm -hmm. And so the number one thing you do is you just find those three or four scriptures, two or three scriptures, that this is based upon. And if you don't have what he spoke to you based upon the word, well, there's your problem. Run to the word, find mm-hmm. your scriptures, not just the voice of God speaking it to you, but let it be based upon the written word. There's something powerful about when the spoken word and the written word come together in unity. Isn't that right, Amanda,
0: there is, it has to come together. Yeah. The spoken word and the written word. Yeah. And then you see the manifestation of what was spoken, but you, you do need the written word. You do. Yeah. That's your sword. How are you going to take what belongs to you without your sword?
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you go to back to those, those three or four scriptures, the scriptures in the written word, Tracy, that are in line with the spoken word that you got from him or Mm -hmm. that download or that bearing witness that he gave you, however, he gave it to you. And you let them line up and then you go to the written word on that and you feed on it. And you take three hearty meals a day from those Mm -hmm. scriptures and you just chew on it. And you put a little Holy Ghost gravy on it, and which (laughs) just means you're rejoicing now. You just rejoice with a little gravy on it while you read it. Thank you, Lord." Lord. My Holy Ghost scripture says this. Thank you, Lord. You said this to me in the word. It's a promise unto me. And it's in line, you know, you just stir up. Now, I've covered this before and I'll say it again. When that happens, the father is sitting on the throne. And he begins to smile because he's looking for us to be in faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. But the flip side of that is those that are in faith for the things he's spoken to them, that they find in the word and stand upon, he's pleased. He begins to smile. He begins to move. He begins to want to move on your behalf because you're pleasing unto him.
0: That's right. It moves the heart of the father. And yeah. then he moves on behalf of you. Yeah. And it is true. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is a weapon. People yeah. don't see it as a weapon, but it is. Faith is a weapon. It is the evidence of things not seen and the substance of things hoped for. Yeah, It's the substance before God of what we are hoping for, of where our hope is. Yeah. And we have to use it that way. The enemy... The way he operates is he will attack your mind, so out of this, you will speak faithless words, yeah, which will ensnare you,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> In a um, I see another um another question here. does satan
2: okay.
1: does Satan ever send us messages to get us off track from Karen? Uh, does he ever send messages to get us off track?
0: He'll try to confuse. I mean, he's the author of confusion. Got so that right. He will definitely try to stir the pot and confuse things and distract.
1: Yeah. In Matthew four, you saw what he did with Jesus. He tempted Jesus those three
0: times. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and yeah, now Jesus didn't.
0: Jesus, we're talking about. I mean, yeah. he had some. He had some. You know, he had some nerve going up to the Son of God and then yeah. trying to three times. Get him to sin. Yeah.
1: Jesus had never, he had no seed of sin in him. No. So that's why the Holy Spirit was, was, was the father. We could say it that way Mm -hmm. with Mary, because it got rid of the lineage of Adam Mm -hmm. that had sin in it, but it kept the lineage and it did it in a sinless way. So there was no seed of sin in Jesus. And so that's what's so beautiful of how God's master plan. I mean, he's the master plan was so beautiful. But when Satan come to try to trick him now, so what we can say, well, Jesus, he didn't have sin. So it was nothing to overcome the enemy. But the Bible says, you remember, it says, Amanda, it says he was tempted in everything we've been tempted in. Mm-hmm. Well, you he can't was. just water down that he was tempted. If it was a temptation, it was a true temptation. And when Satan came in Matthew four and tempted him the three times, it was a true temptation. It was truly something that he would have considered to do. You know, it was true temptations, but then he turned around and said, you know, it is written. What's the word say? What's the word say?
0: Mm -hmm. He kept going back to the word. Exactly. He did. He always went back to the word and, Jesus had to endure that. There was no way of him circumventing the wilderness in that temptation to get into the ministry part. There was no way to circumvent it. He had to go through it because he had to understand. The only way for him to understand in human form what we go through was for him to go through it. Yeah. You know?
1: I believe the answer, Karen, Satan can send messages, but that this is a little bit of a loaded question because there's so many ways. It's very broad and very general. This question, like how does he send it? How does it come to you? One of the main ways to answer Karen is to say the thought life. Yeah, the thought life, the mental. I got a hair on my face, (laughs) the thought life. The bird just flew. Come on, bird. (laughs) <laughs> come on, come land on man's head. You can do it. Sorry. I was luring, luring Grace in. Come on, Grace. Guess who's getting <laughs> engaged soon? You're losing your chance, Grace. She's never too far away. So I have no idea what I was saying. I still have a hair in my eye. Oh, oh. so your
0: thought life. I uh-huh, the yeah. thought life. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: sorry. It's been a long day. The thought life is how he's bringing messages. It's the number one way. Sure. Your drunk neighbor could bring you a few messages, but the number one way
0: <laughs> Marty, are you telling us something about your neighbor?
1: <laughs> no, I have great neighbors. My neighbors, they all love me and none of them. I don't even, they probably don't even, yeah, I have really, actually really great
2: neighbors.
1: <laughs> I felt that it knocked me back in my super spring chair.
0: My goodness. There we go. Glory. Yep, glory is I right. No. Praise <laughs> <Thank> the
2: Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was like remember when Jaws 3D came out? It's like yep. the first 3D movie I ever saw, Jaws 3D. And I'm like, how could that the how could the shark's teeth come out of the screen? It's kind of like when Grace flies up to your head. It's almost like okay. Yeah, so the <laughs> thought life, Amanda, the thought life.
0: Speaking of Jaws, the thought life. (laughs)
1: Speaking of Jaws, it's the thought life. That's how, Karen, that's how he's bringing messages. The number one way he does it is to try to get you to think thoughts. He'll come to you and tell you that you're not worthy. He'll come to you and tell you that nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. Let's eat worms. Fat ones, skinny ones. Itsy-bitsy-bitty ones. Let's eat worms. Remember that song? No. (laughs) No. i feel like i'm carrying the whole show tonight amanda you got to bring some songs if you don't bring some good songs we, we can't keep doing this
0: okay. grandma got run over by a reindeer count that's
1: a really good one thank you yeah uh have you ever heard of the 30 point deer the
0: 30 point deer
1: there's, there's an old hunting song the 30 print or it's it's Okay. No one Google that. Please don't do that. So, (laughs) so as I was saying, as I'm actually demonstrating the thought life, (laughs) I'm demonstrating the thought life. Um, that's what he does, Karen. He's he's always bringing thoughts. He's trying to belittle you. He's trying to tell you you're not worthy. He's trying to tell you that little pain in your side is cancer, and you probably have four months to live. He is just bombarding you all the time. That's what's so beautiful about the authority of the believer. That's what's so beautiful about that new creature, new creation reality we've been made into because the Bible says in the book of James, you, all you do is resist him and he has to flee. And the margins of some Bibles say he flees from you as though he's one in terror. So just by resisting him in the name of Jesus, those thoughts will stop. They have to stop. Now, he'll put up a fight. He'll keep yeah. trying to pound you with those thoughts. Yeah. It might be thoughts of fear. It might be thoughts of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the what this what's the word say? Well, God's not giving me a spirit of fear. But of and love if power have a power and a sound fear, mind. That's it. So I'm not going to receive thoughts of fear. So you begin to use the word against him when those thoughts come.
0: And let's talk about the word resist for a minute.
1: Get it because on. This-
0: Yep, we need to talk about this word. because Get it
1: on. you breaking out the big shawl for yep, that word. Yeah, here we go.
0: I'm getting ready. Yeah. Here. So resist. It.
1: Get it okay. all.
0: Okay. Get it all ready here.
1: Now you're going to do it.
0: <laughs> now I'm going to do it. Resist is not a nicey, nice word. It, this is not like, oh, please go away. Resist <laughs> is locking up. And you pushing back till he moves. So it's literally like a, a a hostile locking up where you are not getting off your mark. He's going to move. You're not going to move. That's what resist means. You are actually in a wrestling match at that moment and you're not moving. He's moving.
1: You're, I love it. when you said the word hostile, I heard create a hostile environment for the enemy.
0: Yes. Hmm. Amen. You have to create a hostile environment for the enemy. Yes, a hostile environment he does not want to be in because he knows you will whip out your weapons. You will whip out that sword. And you got no (sighs) qualms about chasing his scrawny butt all over till he leaves. (laughs) It's, Amanda,
1: just, I'm trying to speak from your world. It's like an Italian grandma and someone trying to come in and add something to her sauce.
0: Oh, the wooden spoon's coming out for that. Forget it. And the frying pan.
1: Somebody's going to die.
0: And she, Yeah, somebody is going to die. <laughs> He's right, though. Oh, my goodness. It is sacrilegious <laughs> to attempt to alter the yeah. sauce of your Italian grandma. Mm. Speaking on a side note of Italian grandmas, <laughs> I had my dad's side, and we called her grandma, and my mom's side, and we called her nana. And my nana used to take me and put me on a chair at the age of six and tell me, now you're going to watch me because one day you're going to have to cook for your husband. And here I am like, <laughs> looking around like, what? That's a, That's an Italian family for you. Yes. But yeah, if you alter the gravy, now there's a big debate over sauce versus gravy and there's two, yeah. Oh, huge debate! I families have almost come to blows over this.
1: Okay, what do you mean, like a a, a a tomato
0: gravy? Okay, so sauce and gravy. People call the what they make on Sundays with the sausage and the meatballs and the pork bones <clears throat> gravy. Really? And they go, no sauce is the quick sauce you make during the week, like the marinara sauce. Okay. Really. Yes, and there is a debate. The chat's probably going to break out in debate now over sauce versus gravy. Yeah, look, yep, here they've already started, Marty. Here we go. Oh no, they've already in capital letters. (laughs) I told you this is a hot button topic.
1: Oh my, (laughs) Doster Chick is going to let the gravy language fly. Doster Chick, hold back, Doster.
0: Uh Oh, no gravy. So, oh, no gravy sauce. See, I told you, look, we have sparked a debate Mm. in the chat. I'm telling Mm. you, this is a hot button issue, Marty.
1: The amount of energy being stirred up in this conversation, because obviously (laughs) there's more Italian ladies watching your show than any show that's ever existed. This is almost at the level of like nuclear power going on right now with the Italian conversation going on.
0: It it's is a lot of, Marty. Yep. Oh my goodness. We should move on.
1: Yeah. Let's go to deer jerky or something. So <laughs> I don't know where that just come from. Now let's get off of food. So okay. the in you Christ message, okay. The in Christ message. Okay. Let me speak out of my heart.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, okay. So I tell this story and it's, I want to share this with you. I don't know if I've shared this with you. Um, Jenny and I, and I've, i just shared this this morning on my, uh, my show, um, walking with Jesus. We just started a new series. We're going to cover all 37 of the miracles of Jesus. And we just did the turning water to wine this morning. It took an hour because I had a whole lot I wanted to establish before I went into the last 10 minutes of the turning water to wine and basically sin consciousness, how it keeps you from walking with God, even though you're saved. The enemy comes, thank you, Karen. The enemy comes with those thoughts trying to keep you from walking with God because he couldn't stop you from receiving Mm -hmm. Christ and getting saved. But now he's going to try to keep you from living a life like you're saved. He's going to try to keep you from living the victorious Christian life, right? So that's what we want to do is we want to help people walk every day in victory the way you said creating a hostile environment for the enemy when the thoughts come i really really like that we might do a new not series getting hostile we might just get we should
0: shit. we should do that series
1: oh i like that okay well, let's yep. let's, yeah getting hostile so okay. jenny and i went to a prayer meeting about a year ago here in Tulsa. Okay. it was a very quaint um kind of like a prophetic potluck they had a minister there who was a prophet speaking we didn't know who was speaking we didn't know anything we just okay. went we carried a jambalaya and it barely got us through the door because they like they literally said we don't know you and we're like we got jambalaya and they're like okay come in you got jambalaya so we got in the door because of jambalaya right good some good mm-hmm. t- that's the Jenny's sitting right here this is true we, it took jambalaya to get in the door a gumbo we probably would have got in the door and got a front row seat but we just got the couch because it was jambalaya so <laughs> I'm not even lying about it so we're there and this minister says I want to share with you an experience of someone that passed away and went to heaven. And when they were in heaven, uh, they, cause on the, on the, on the hospital table, they passed away for a period of time. They were in heaven. And when they were there, they had an encounter with someone. And that someone talked to them about much of the tongue talking body of Christ has kind of left Jesus. And well, I didn't really know what was being said, but when get this, But when that happened, the Holy Ghost fell on my chest. The Holy Spirit began to fire, began to burn me. Well, I'm going, because I'm burning like a really good one, you know. And Jenny's like nudging me like, stop it, stop it, stop it. And I'm like, I can't. He's burning me. He's burning me. He's just burning me. Like a hot biscuit, Amanda. Like a big, (laughs) beautiful, fluffy, Marty biscuit. And so uh in the oven too long just burning, right? I think you're hungry, Marty. Go Please out. no one imagine me being a biscuit. So <laughs> control your thoughts, resist the devil. Don't think of me as a sourdough biscuit. Um so <laughs> where was I? So, I'm burning, right? Uh-huh. And the Holy Spirit said these words to me. You have done well fellowshipping in my word. But did I not say to you in John that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God God and the word was God God, and the word came flesh
0: and dwelt among us
1: to dwell? And Uh so it was Jesus. So the Holy Spirit showed me that I've done well picking up the Bible and fellowshipping in the written word, but he wanted me to start spending much more time just walking and talking with the person of Jesus.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: It really blessed us. It really touched us. And I think a lot of things changed for us. We started seeing things where you can get too much word and not enough Jesus, not enough spirit, and you can dry up the move of the spirit. But we're supposed to have a balance of the things of the word and the things of the Holy Spirit and the things of Jesus so that we have a balance. And in that balance, you do the miracles and the works of God.
2: Amen. Amen. And Brother Chris. The Holy, mm-hmm. Holy, Se- Holy Spirit is Hashua Jesus. Yes, Amen. Hashua <laughs> Jesus yeah. is the Holy Spirit. Your power with a Holy Spirit through Hashua is your power.
0: The authority of the mm-hmm. believer, because you need power and authority. We should do yeah. a teaching on that too, Marty.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yep. You burn, need baby, both. Burn. Yep. You could have the position without the authority, and you can have the authority without the position, and you need both. <clears throat> yeah. hmm yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. My heart, Chris is really lured my heart to ask him, is he a sauce or a gravy guy?
2: Oh, um, both is good. But well, Chris just
0: wants whatever comes on the Chris table. Wants to be Switzerland right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amanda, he just
1: wants anything.
2: When Amanda is making it, it's whatever.
1: <laughs> oh, it's that good.
0: Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. hmm. Good. I've gotten marriage proposals over that well, sauce. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm hoping I don't get any after saying I'm a big hot biscuit. Because <laughs> that was just a moment that the Holy Spirit burned and we moved on.
0: So. Yes, we were.
1: Praise <laughs> the okay. Lord. Okay. Where are we? Back to our thoughts, amen. Back to our thoughts. Taking care of those thoughts. Yeshua. Amen. <laughs> Well, what else was going on?
2: What else is going on? <laughs> wow.
0: We have been all over the map tonight, Marty.
1: Yeah, I've actually really enjoyed it. It's been good.
0: Yeah, it has been good. We've yeah. been all over though. Yeah. So
1: mm-hmm. um
2: I like why you said. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> <shit. Wow. laughs>
1: I knew someone oh, in this God. family could sing. I knew it. <laughs> I knew someone could sing.
2: Uh, maybe Amanda. I don't no, know. she's I not. I've been trying for weeks now.
1: Thank you. Got to bring the parrot or Chris, one or the other. <laughs> um, I've got oh, a scripture. God. I'm going to pull God. up here. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the God. Lord. Hallelujah. The kingdom, yes, yep. <laughs> the kingdom of God is not meat nor drink. Yep. The kingdom of God is not meat nor drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. But it doesn't say we're going to get rid of the meat nor drink. We're going no. to have a whole bunch of that. Mm-hmm. And that's what gives you a lot of the peace and the joy in the Holy Ghost. A lot of meat and a lot of Well,
0: sauce. you know, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. And I don't think Jesus was any different. He probably liked to eat.
1: I'm sure he did. Mm hmm. I don't remember the scripture I was going to go to. Um, oh, Mark, I was going to go to Mark.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah, we're we're going everywhere now. Mark 16. You guys know the Great Commission. How could you not go know the Great Commission mm-hmm. in the book of Mark, the 16th chapter? Let me pull that up here. Mark 16. I'm going to look at it in the New King James just because it just it's been working so far so far for us. Mark 16. We're going to start with verse 15. And Jesus said to the disciples, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17, let's get it on like Donkey Kong. You ready for this? This is Jesus talking red letters. And these signs will follow those who believe Mm -hmm. if you don't believe you won't have the signs. If you do believe you push through the veil of your flesh, you step out in faith, you'll hook up with God and these signs will follow those who believe number one. They'll cast out demons in his name. Number two, they'll speak with new tongues. Number three, Mm -hmm. serpents take them up. Number four, They will not have anything deadly that would bring harm to them. Number five, they'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. And the list goes on and on because we are called to do the works that Jesus did and greater works than these shall you do also. He said in John 14, 11 through 13. Now, many times, Amanda, this is where we stop. We stop right here because that's where the red word stops. That's where Jesus stopped talking. But let's go ahead and finish up with the next two verses. So then, verse 19, So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat at the right hand of the Father. Bye, guys. I'm floating up now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the Father. And Peter's like, Jesus. Jesus went up to the Father. Verse 20, And then these disciples, it says they went out and they preached everywhere. Sometimes someone asked me, you got a church, boy? And I'm like, no, sir. I don't have a church. Well, you're a preacher? I said, yeah, I'm a preacher. Well, where do you preach? I said, anywhere someone will sit still, not run away. That's where I preach. Well, that's what these guys are doing. If you'll sit still. This is true. Yeah. They just went out and preached everywhere. And the Lord, get this, here we are. The Lord working with them. See, they were walking together Still. The Lord was working with them and through them. There was that unity. The same way Jesus worked and walked with the Father, he showed the Father, he did the works of the Father. The same way when Jesus left them and went to the Father, he left them the Holy Spirit. They went out and did the works of God because God was still with them. They walked with him. They talked with him. He spoke to them. They spoke to him. They did the works of God. They finished and carried on. The ministry that jesus started they did yeah
0: and you know they
2: i, I heard about this stuff yes uh-huh yes
0: <laughs> i hope you did have to go to bible college chris i hope you did
2: <laughs> marty dude did it too
0: yes yeah and the disciples had something very unique where they got to watch every nuance of Jesus firsthand. Yeah. And and Jesus himself, I believe he said this to Thomas, blessed are those who have not seen. Yes. And yet believe. Yeah. Blessed absolutely. are those who have not seen and yet believe.
1: That is wow. such a great point. Right? Mm-hmm. Cause someone said the other day, someone asked the question to me, um, what, what are the greater works? What are the greater works? Because he said to Philip, he said, Philip, the works you see me do, you're going to do and greater works than these will you do. And someone said to me, what are the greater works? You know, I remember, um, someone that passed away, Mm -hmm. um, that was dear to me. And then someone reached out to me and said, why'd they pass away? They had healing in their hands. They were, they had a healing anointing, yeah. Why did they pass away? I said, "Well, I don't have the answer for everything." And so, later on, I bring that before the Lord. I said, "Lord, um, I'm asked that and, and this was 20 years ago, so there was a lot oh, I still hadn't said, known."
0: Lord, you passed, and Glory. grace showed up. Glory. Come on. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And
1: I I asked the Lord, you know, what's the story behind that? Why did something like that happen? And he didn't specifically answer me the way I thought he would, but what he said to me was, he said, that person had never seen heaven when it was time for them to step out of their body and go to that heavenly city. They had never seen that city. They completely made that step so easily out of their body to be taken up into glory. Having never even seen that glory, they knew eternal life was just on the other side of the realm of their flesh. And they stepped in there a complete step of faith, having never seen it. Now, this is the same as true down here. The faith that you use to step out of your body, to go up to your eternal abode, is the same faith you step out of here, out of your comfort zone, and you start an orphanage, out of your comfort zone, and share Jesus with that person that you know needs it because he keeps telling you that. It's just Mm -hmm. stepping out of yourself and trusting him with the thing you're supposed to do.
0: It's okay. right. You know, <clears throat> with us, I mean, I had to step out first and start an arc.
1: Yeah. Wow. But
0: tell me, I want you to build an arc in a different way, but I want you to build an arc. And I had to step outside of myself for that because I didn't understand everything of what that meant. I just yeah. had to say yes, Lord, to that and step outside of myself hmm. and do the steps he was asking me to do when he asked me to do it.
1: Yeah wow yeah yeah and what you've gone through physically there was huge steps you took there i'm sure enormous yeah
0: Yep. i i was hospitalized many times months at a time paralyzed in a wheelchair at one point for a year and a half i would just flop back in the chair when they would try to get me to stay i could not my legs did not work Mm. whatsoever uh there was a lot i had to go through physically um you know and 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 be pulled out of that pit but you know what I tell people this, you have to want it. You see, so many people get so comfortable in that pit because it's the only place they know Yeah. that they don't want to be pulled out of it yeah. into the unknown, mm-hmm. even if it means them being healed. Yeah. Because they've gotten so used to dealing with those limitations yeah, for in sure. the way that they have yeah. that they are are not willing to step out of that pit, even if the rope is lowered to them to come out.
1: Yeah. You're so reminding me of a story that brother Hagen told many years ago. Really? Oh my gosh.
0: That touches me.
1: Yeah. um, Brother Hagen told a story where he and Miss Aretha, his wife, uh, they may have been pastoring at the time. I mean, so Mm -hmm. this was many, many years ago, Uh, 40, 50 years ago. I mean, and um, maybe even more. And, there was a lady in their church that was in a wheelchair and they went to their home and took some of the other prayer ladies, those powerful prayer ladies. They took a few of them with them because Brother Hagan really had it in his heart that he really saw that it was time for there to be a miracle for her to get out of this mm-hmm. chair. They begin to pray for her. Now, this is what he said. He okay. said they begin to pray for her and the power of God picked her up out of the chair and she's hovering a little above the chair. She come up Uh out of the chair. And when she did that, when she came to realize that she reached down, grabbed the arms and pulled herself back in. And brother Hagen stopped and says, honey, you don't have an ounce of faith. Do you? And she said, no, I do not. I want to be in this chair. Sometimes it becomes a security blanket. It not does. just a chair, but sometimes your anger, which mm-hmm. is not really yours, by the way, if you're a born-again Christian, mm-hmm. it's a counterfeit. Yes. Sometimes that anger becomes a security blanket because it causes a, a wall of protection where you don't let no one in because That's you right. don't trust no one with your heart.
0: Exactly. Fear,
1: mm-hmm. same thing. So many things. Sometimes people love to get stressed out because that stress becomes... um. The excuse for them acting out, the mm-hmm. excuse for them acting out and being mean, or the excuse for them losing control—they blame it on stress. Well, they don't want deliverance from the stress because it's their security blanket.
2: Well, mm-hmm. when yeah. you're peeled, your dressing is so much better. Yeah.
0: Well, it is. It's a matter of people because the mindset has to change too. Yeah. Because people can't go back once they get healed to what caused them to get into that in the first place because it'll open the door for worse. Yeah. So it has to be a change of mindset with the healing Yeah, and a change of movement in the direction God wants you to go. It all (laughs) works in tandem. Yeah. Yeah. For it to stick.
1: I, um... I'm reminded of a, another story from Brother mm-hmm. Hagen. He said one time um, he like ministered in a church and he went home for a few hours between the next service and he felt unsaved. He felt so far from God. He felt like he didn't know what was going on. He just couldn't have, he didn't feel any anointing, no God. He had no initiative to pray or nothing, but he knew some things about faith. He knew faith had nothing to do. Now, faith, let's just sum it up, believing God with the situation at hand. Faith, right? So he knew how to operate in believing God beyond what the circumstances look like or feel like. So he said to himself, when I go to service tonight, I'm going to take care of this little problem. He, he said he had never felt so unsaved since he'd ever been born again. So, and and I know some of you have dealt with this, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what he did. He went to service, got up, grabbed the microphone and said, tonight, we're going to have a miracle service. There's no better way to give the devil a black eye than right in the middle of you feeling like you're distant from God to get up and you just demand your rights to operate in the things of God.
0: Amen. Amen. That's right. Now, I'm
1: not feeling unsaved. I don't think feeling, uh, uh, I don't think Amanda's feeling unsaved. No. I don't think Chris is feeling unsaved. I don't know about grace, the bird. That's the big question mark. Gumbo's feeling pretty good. Princess buttercups feeling pretty good. Oh, okay. But I, I just think, could we, for the next five minutes between now and closing, could we just have a healing, a miracle service? Sure. Let's just get it on. You know, I'm seeing some people, right, saying that they're sick, saying they have pains. Mm-hmm. And so what we want to do, uh, you want to you kick us off. What we want to do is just speak, speak, declare, decree, demand that all that's loosed them, all that's held them will loose them and let them go and mm-hmm. will speak healing and miracle life of God into their life, but they've got a part to play. Their part is to reach up. So I want them to literally use their hand and just reach up and act like they're grabbing what they need and then bring it and just put it in and lay their own hand on themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, so yeah, I just think there's no better time than now.
0: Uh, Amen. (laughs) And I'm going to add to this before we start praying that brother Hagan, Pastor Hagen wrote in the Believer's Authority that when the word ask was used many times, it was really translated as to demand your rights. Yeah. Demand. Mm -hmm. So you've got to demand your rights tonight. Yeah. In Jesus' name.
1: Praise God.
0: When we pray. Okay. So I'll start. And then if you want, Marty, you jump in. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. You, Lord. Father God, we praise you tonight, Lord. We thank you, Father, that we have the authority of the believer through your son, Jesus Christ, Lord. We come before you, Father God, before your throne, Lord. And we are going to, with the people here, Father God, that are suffering, that are sick, that need to be untied from what they have been bound from, to demand our rights tonight, through Jesus Christ, through him dying on the cross, through the covenant that was made. And Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, these people who are watching, Lord, who are sick, who are bound, who are being tormented, Father God, in the name, the, the wording, the Greek is luo, and it means to untie, untie. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we take authority right now and we rebuke. These spirits of sickness, of torment, of fear, what has kept these people bound, Father God, for so long, Lord, what they have been battling, where they are tired, where they have had enough, where they want to be untied. From these bondages, Father God, from these sicknesses, from these fears, from these worries, we take authority, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ, and we command these spirits, you untie them and let them go now. In the name of Jesus, you are to be cast back to the dry (laughs) places of it, as my my microphone falls.
1: Hallelujah. Uh,
0: I'm going to give you Marty over for a minute while I get my mic. Father,
1: back. we thank you in the precious name of Jesus. So, because we've been given authority. Yes. So, I'm just going to go down this list in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. Love all 130, 131 in the name of Jesus. Yes. Hips. Be healed in the name of Jesus.
0: In the name of Jesus. Ooh, man, the glory just come out of me. Glory. Hallelujah. Come into alignment in the name of Jesus. They must align in Jesus' name. Yeah. Skin. Skin, be healed
1: in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah. And for every one of you writing that your children that are not serving God, in the name of Jesus, You prodigals, you children that have walked away from the light, stepping into the edge of darkness, we command you to come home in the name of Jesus. Step out of that darkness and come back to the light. Father, we ask you to send ministering angels. Father, we ask you to send the laborers, each and every one, hand selected by you, to exactly who these young ones will listen to that will share the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ, for he's the way, the truth, and the life. And they will come and just run like the prodigal. They will run back unto the Lord. Father yes, in the name of Jesus. So thank you, Father, for the laborers going to them in the precious name of Jesus.
0: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank, you, Lord. thank you, Father God, Lord, that in the name mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ, Lord, people that have been suffering from generational sickness, yes, Lord, that that is being untied and loose from them in the name of Jesus yes. that the enemy cannot continue to work in these cycles no. and 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 causing people to step into traps Thank you, Father God, that that trap is being opened. These people are being loosed. The devourer is being rebuked in the name of Jesus. What has been afflicting and tormenting their body is being rebuked right now in the name of Jesus. And cast off of them in the name of Jesus. Out of their life. Out of their soul. Out of their minds, Father God. Back to those designated areas that you have designated to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return nor have anything sent in its place. Thank you, Father God. The mind, the body is coming into a alignment in the name of Jesus, that there is order, that the confusion is rebuked in the name of Jesus, in the, name of Jesus the confusion in the mind, the confusion in the body, the confusion in the thoughts. Many of you are, are waging this war in your thoughts. There's just such confusion going on back and forth about about healing and whether you should be healed or whether you want to should want to be healed, commit to it before the Lord. Commit to it in faith, receive it. Now the Lord openly wants to heal right now. He wants to touch your bodies. This is your moment to meet him with your faith. He said to the woman with the issue of blood woman, your faith has made you whole Mm. your faith.
1: Yes. Reach up and take it and just put your hand in yourself. And I have a news for you, Satan. You devised and planned and birthed autism. And let me tell you something. We know it's weak. It's nothing. It's nothing compared to the power of God. So Riley, you've dealt with autism. We speak to you in the name of Jesus. And we command that autism to leave you now in the name of Jesus. Just shrivel up. Get out of that body. You're not allowed in that mind. You're not allowed in any part of the electrical systems of that mind. You're not allowed in that young girl or boy, the Riley's body in the name of Jesus. Yes.
0: Praise wow. the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Yes. It Thank down. you, Lord, that the yeah. oh Jacob too, Father. We just, in the name of Jesus Christ, command these clamps to come off of Jacob's mm. mind right now, in the name of Jesus. Where the enemy has attempted to clamp, where he has attempted to cause issue, where he has attempted to cause the brain to not communicate, Father God, with other parts of the of, of the body. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke that autism. We command it to be loosed out of his mind and loosed out of his mouth and loosed out of his soul in the name of Jesus that Jacob is untied right now from this in the name of Jesus and Jacob we loose your tongue right now in the name of Jesus we loose your tongue to speak the glory of God Jacob because you've seen things Jacob you're only seven but you have seen things and you're going to speak them you have seen things in the realm of the heavenlies and you are going to speak it in Jesus name yeah yeah thank you Lord
1: cancer We know you. You're not scary. We know you. Behold, Jesus said, we give, we've been given power over all, over all, over all. So in the name of Jesus, cancer that's tried to touch the lives of those that here tonight, in the name of Jesus, we command you, go! Go, Now! Now!
2: holy ones.
1: shrivel up and die yeah unroot
2: and yes, leave lord, these bodies god. in the name of
1: jesus we yes. command you to yes lord yes.
2: yes
1: hallelujah thank
0: you lord thank you, lord. Thank lord. you lord. Praise glory glory praise the lord praise, yeah. the lord. praise god okay praise thank the lord. You, lord thank you lord praise thank you. The lord
1: hallelujah Man, yes. blood pressure yep. schizophrenia depression suicidal thoughts Dementia. Go in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Blocked yeah. ear ducts. Be yes. healed in the name of Jesus.
0: Open in Jesus' name, you blocked ducts. Open
1: yeah. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Anemia. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Glory, yeah. glory. Yes, yeah, so let's have that,
0: that aortic valve to be healed yeah. in the name of Jesus right now. That. Yeah. The aortic valve must be repaired in the name of Jesus. It yeah, must yeah. come into alignment with the, with the heart so. and the chambers and the yeah. valves and the veins. We command alignment yeah. right now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> By his stripes, we are healed. You are healed spiritually, Esther. And you are healed physically in the name of Jesus. Mm. Yeah.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, every sickness... Every disease, every tactic and strategy of the enemy, every single demon touching those that we've not said, those that we've not covered, we command you to leave these bodies. Yes. Reach up and grab and take by faith that that you need. Say it with your own mouth in the name of Jesus, I take, and then you say what it is you need and then you just put your hand on yourself because the Bible says you'll lay hands on the sick, and it says they will recover. Right. So we just join our faith in the right. name of Jesus with them. Be healed in the name Amen. of Jesus.
0: Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory.
1: Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
0: You, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
2: Praise God. <laughs> ting such touch this temple now and hasua the holy one in name of the father thank you lord thank you lord
1: god is good we give god all the glory
2: we're
0: just in Vietnam well You know what, Laura, this happened to my husband, Chris. She said, please pray for Justin in Vietnam. He had a brain aneurysm while over on a trip today uh, for two surgeries and the natural not looking good. You know what, Laura? Nothing is impossible to those who believe. They gave Chris a zero chance of survival. Zero. Wow. And it took the activation of faith Mm. meeting with the power of almighty God. And he intervened and literally brought Chris back from the dead. Wow. So we command in the name of Jesus Christ that brain bleed to stop, that aneurysm to stop. We command healing and order in Justin's brain. We rebuke the devourer. We rebuke the assignment against his life now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask you dispatch your warring angels right now to dismantle the plans of the enemy, Father God, in Jesus' name. That Justin is healed and whole in the name of Jesus, that his brain is healing, that his body is coming into alignment, Father God, that he shall live in not die and declare the works of the lord we speak it in jesus name now thank you lord yep, 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 yep. Thank you, lord. <clears throat> i felt that one yeah praise the lord
1: and i'm going to pray for marriages real quickly in the name of jesus darkness has tried to come and cause division not just in the body of christ but in the marriages in the body
0: of christ lord, that so, that father that we that just
1: that come to you right that. now and we thank you that there is something called happy marriage power it's called love father and it's you and like our brother hagan our mentor said if christians would walk in love father there would never be divorce but father sometimes darkness and demonic has tried to come in and sometimes just selfishness has tried to come in so father right now in the name of jesus we thank you that we're praying for all of those with the flyover with grace. We pray for all of those with marriage problems in the name of Jesus. All you demonic powers trying to cause division, hurt trying to stir up envy, envy, strife, and division in marriages. We command you, cease and desist in your maneuvers. Now listen to me, married person. Grab a hold to what I'm saying by faith and say, this is mine. This He's saying, say it's mine right now. We command you, you stinking devils, get out of these marriages. And Father, we ask for light to shine upon both people in every marriage that the love of God, that the perception, the spiritual understanding needed for them to see what would God do? How would love react? How would love pray for each other? How would love be married father, that they could embrace that light and that truth in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Marriage is being healed. Marriage is being restored.
0: That's right. Precious name of Jesus thank you lord praise god amen Amen. well praise the lord
1: hallelujah well thank you chris and amanda for allowing uh allowing uh me and the the rubber chicken family to join you again
0: (laughs) anytime marty yeah anytime (laughs) yeah praise god but
2: where's my nope there she goes huh where's my Combo.
0: where's his where's your gumbo yeah oh boy that's a loaded question this this pretty little fellow
2: <laughs> i'm um, sorry i'm sorry
0: gumbo is just so astonished at the amount of powerful prayer that has gone forth his his mouth right. has been open like
1: that all day so excited <laughs> this is the male spokesmodel for loud mouth prayer right here this is the guy right here.
0: that's right amen amen marty <laughs>
1: Well, praise the we, Lord. We uh we we have today I think was Grace Out Loud number eight.
0: It was number eight.
1: Wow, praise God. So
0: yep.
1: praise God. So it's been good. It um, has been. I, I just I keep getting this quickening on the inside to say one thing. The reason yes. why I felt prompted to even let's just have a miracle service because we wanted to show everyone right in the middle of day, right in the middle of busy, right in the middle of jokes, right, right. in the middle of all that we did, jumping around and all this conversation, blah 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 blah. blah. You can just stop at any time and just access God. Mm -hmm. Amen. And at any time, you are a walking miracle, ready to help someone else. Do not neglect stepping out. And praying and being what God needs you to be for those around you. You've been listening to Amanda. You've been in the Word. You've been learning the things of God for months and years now. It's time for you to take your place and start being a light to those around you.
0: Amen. That's right. Praise God. We are. We are called to be salt and light. Yeah. And we need to be in this hour. Amen.
1: Praise God. Well, we love you guys.
0: Love you, Marty. Love Jenny. No hands. No hands. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Marty. Will Marty will be back a week from this Thursday.
1: Yes. We will be back
0: on. So mark your calendars a week from this coming Thursday, which is the, the 16th.
1: And Jenny's here.
0: Oh, Jenny's here.
1: She, she's not going to come, but she can talk.
0: She's talking. <laughs> so, yeah. So February 16th, we'll be back with Grace Out Loud.
1: Good. Bless you right. guys. We'll see you soon.
0: God bless. Good night, Marty. Good night, Jenny. Good
1: night. Good night, Chris.
0: <laughs> okay, and that concludes. We're going to uh, we're going to play uh, at the end what we always play. So, God bless everyone. Keep the faith. We love you. Armor up according to Ephesians six. Activate your faith. Operate in it. And faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. So remember that. So God bless everyone. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. Hello, everyone. This is Amanda Grace. And I wanted to tell you, if you are interested in where you should invest, financial matters, if precious metals, if gold and silver is something that you should invest in or should be a part of your portfolio, please go to bh-pm.com. That is bh-pm.com. Beverly Hills Precious Metals, Andrew Sorcini, who has been on Art of Grace before, he loves to answer our viewers' questions, is more than happy to guide you and to answer your questions and to help you in those financial matters. So please go to bh-pm.com today. Thank you, everyone. God bless. you want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing you can go to mypillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K to save up to 66 percent or sometimes more off of all my pillow products they are so much more than just pillows they have amazing bathrobes. they have sheets they have slippers they of course have pillows and they even have dog beds and i will tell you a fun fact noble our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love has indeed slept on a my pillow dog bed so if you'd like to be a blessing go to mypillow.com and use promo code arc god bless everyone if you are looking for an excellent doctor if you are looking to get healthier if you are looking for guidance go to sherwood.tv Forward slash Amanda Grace. Dr. Mark Sherwood and his lovely wife, Dr. Michelle, have the functional medical institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Both myself and my husband Chris, and let me tell you, God bless Dr. Sherwood, because Chris was a tough nut to crack on this. But Chris is finally on board, and we are both patients of this i have to tell you they have helped us tremendously they also have an amazing line of products that are excellent for your health and can help you get your health back on track so if you would like to make an appointment with them or you want to go see uh what they are all about what products they have you can go to sherwood.tv forward slash amanda grace At our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to AmandaGraceGrows.com. God bless. And I have to tell you something, they work. It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics. Over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I tried the pain patches and I gave them to my uh, VP of operations also, Ronnie. And she said they worked as well. She was yeah. quite shocked actually, but she said they worked. So, and they worked when I use them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes your brain waves. Sugar, this one is neuropathy. I actually have it on. And we use this on Toby actually, cause Toby's about eight years old. And from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously <laughs> healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out, and wow, he's boom. <laughs> and he got power. I said, "No way!" And I don't know. I said, "Amanda, what? What did you do to him?" Do, <laughs> so it's good.
0: Hello everyone, it's Amanda Grace. I'm coming to you today to talk to you about Reawaken America. I have been humbled and honored to be a part of Reawaken America since April 2021 when the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I have to say, I have watched so many amazing moments happen for the glory of god at reawaken america and seeds get planted in the lives of those that are still seeking the lord we have seen many people uh get set free healed delivered. Uh, we love to pray over people at Reawaken America. Um, I have prayed with so many uh, amazing people, which include Marty Grisham from Lamar Fair Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconato, uh who also deals in deliverance as well. And it has been uh, an honor and a privilege to pray for so many people, to be able to minister to them, for my husband Chris to be able to minister as well, and uh, for for Clay and General Flynn to allow me to to even speak there, to even speak and, and speak what the Lord has to say. People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. Uh, and so, reawaken america has been a chance for people to come and not only hear the word of the lord um, and hear biblical teaching and be prayed for but also to get necessary information they need because the word of god says it is the knowledge of the truth that will set you free Um, and so it's been an incredible experience for us we hope to see you at upcoming events Uh, that are coming up this year. Uh, And we are excited to see you
2: there. God bless everyone. This is one of the greatest